If all of your life's purpose is just to make sure that you keep pumping blood, that you keep bringing oxygen, that the brain keeps firing synapses, that you wait for whatever financial support the government gives you so that you can quote unquote reinvest that into the economy while you sit there and watch whatever gets channeled through the idol that you call a television, then by all means, if that's your whole purpose for living, then please, please cancel your stupid fake holiday. Welcome everyone, thank you for joining the podcast. This is Right All Week. I am your host, my name is Dave. If the social media networks are still there and you would like to interact with me, please use the username at Right All Week. And if you'd like to send an email, the address is rightallweek at gmail.com. If you're listening to audio and you can give us a positive review, I would appreciate that very much. If I'm still on YouTube, then please like and subscribe. And if everybody could share the content, that would be most appreciative, especially because I think I have some easily forgotten, overlooked, maybe intentionally hidden, some information I think everybody should hear today. So what I want to address is this recent video, this announcement that's circulating, our famous now, Wormtongue Fauci. He was doing an interview talking about the threat in the current days, and he recommended that we skip Thanksgiving. Bite the bullet, uh, they're saying, and we just need to get over some things. So I want to talk about that. I want to provide the opposite message in a way, but first, you know, what to call to attention the source, the same person who has been back and forth on so many things with relation to this coronavirus, the COVID-19, the SARS-2, pick your favorite name, this pandemic, scamdemic, whatever it is, what's been going on for months and months and months, but just hang on for a few days, folks. We're almost there. We're almost to the point where we're going to move the goalpost again, and then we'll almost be to the point where we're going to move the goalpost again. This is the guy. And now who has flipped it? They're talking about their the IFR being adjusted to 0.13%. And that's, uh, I think I remember we said something about that back in the early days. Those of us who have been opposing the narrative, for what I believe are good reasons, for half a year plus at this point. So that's one of the things they're saying. Who's also reversed their position on social distancing, not social distancing, on lockdowns. I want to be, make sure I'm saying the right thing there. So they've reversed their position on lockdowns. But here we are now. Fauci, worm tongue, still digging in, still making bad advice. And what's the th what should we consider about him? Because a lot of people like to they question and challenge people's motives when they don't like what they're saying. That's typical of everyone, right? So what's the situation here? Because it's no simple fact. It's no lie. Don't overlook it. Uh, Fauci is famous now because of this thing. But he's not just famous. He is profiting big time. It's not in Fauci's best interest that coronavirus go away. I'm just being really honest about that. The man is not just rich because of it. He's got book deals. He's got movie deals. He's done all kinds of interviews. Don't. He's not on TV just for nothing, right? The guy has all these interviews. He's on TV like every day, and now he's being paid for books. He's being paid for videos and movies and streaming services. The guy is filthy rich, so it's not in his interest to make it go away. It is in his interest that you continue to live in fear and he keeps to be famous and he keeps making more money doing all this stuff. Plus, I think he's maybe got some ideological reasons why he signed on to it. So that's one of the things I just wanted to point out because in order for you to agree 
with the idea that we need to cancel Thanksgiving this year, then you have to buy into all the stuff that he's selling. You have to agree with all of these things that we now say are so new and so unique about coronavirus and the dangers of this time and period that we're living in. So you have to agree with all that. But then also it's important is you have to have the revisionist understanding or a secular, amoral, or somehow not a real definition, not a real understanding of what real Thanksgiving actually is. Maybe you've heard this whole thing about how the United States is not a Christian nation, never has been, never will be. I'm not entertaining that at all. I will entertain somebody who wants to say it's a post-Christian nation. That might make sense because you can look around you today and see what the prevailing views are and easily make a case for secularism or some other isms that have nothing to do with Christianity. But if you actually know your history, if you actually go back in time and you are able to review what was happening way back when, things like Thanksgiving, which let's just be honest, most people only know of the one story, right? So you can't make the same argument if uh, you actually know some things that I'm about to share with you, but it's true what I just said. Unfortunately, most people don't actually know the real history of Thanksgiving in this nation. It's not just a one-time deal where the guys who showed up on the boats were dying off, the Indians showed up, or the Native Americans showed up and helped them to survive, and then they said, hey, let's do one of our religious observances and bring them all over. That's uh, not saying that there isn't any historical accuracy there. What I am saying is that's not the end of the story. So if you've got these ideas now, I'm going to share some sources with you. If you're one person who wants to know, well, how can I refute these claims that it's if Thanksgiving is just an excuse for us to get together and practice in gluttony and pretend to be nice to family that we actually don't like, or maybe we engage in arguments with the family or we sleep in front of a football game. If these are all the things that it defines Thanksgiving, then you're totally missing the point and you totally don't know your American history. So I want to share some things with you. All right. First of all, this idea about whether or not we have a Christian people in the nation, whether or not it was a Christian nation. Let's go to one of the left's favorite sources for determining these things because they love to use the Supreme Court. Everything is decided by the Supreme Court. Now, that's why they're all up in arms over Coney Barrett. All right. So did you know that in 1892, there actually was a case in the Supreme Court and they were discussing this very issue, Christian nation or not? All right. So here it is. I'm going to share some quotes with you that the, the court did an exhaustive study of a supposed connection between Christianity and the government of the United States. And what did they find? After reviewing hundreds of volumes of historical documents, the court asserted, the Supreme Court said, these references add a volume of unofficial declarations to the mass of organic utterances that is, this is a religious people. That's what it says. And then in addition to that, a Christian nation. And likewise, did you know it happened again? 1931, Supreme Court Justice George Sutherland reviewed this decision from 1892 and in a reference to another case, and reiterated once again, these are quotes, that Americans are a Christian people. And then, one more for good measure, in 1952, Justice William Douglas affirmed, quote, we are a religious people, and our institutions presuppose a supreme being. That is your Supreme Court of the United States doing their own review, their own exhaustive studies, referencing historical documents, and coming to the conclusion, yes, we were. Maybe different today, but we were. I'm not done though. Tell you what, let's talk about 
uh, what the institutions, some of the things that they were looking at. How could they know? What were, what were these documents that they were referring to? Okay, so it's true that this religious observance of Thanksgiving was already a part of multiple Christian denominations and churches that came here, but it didn't stop there. You know, this was before people started to pervert the view of separation in church and state, right? So actually, there were official declarations of days for which we would gather together for the purpose of prayer, for thanksgiving, for celebration, to appeal to the supreme being, to God, the Christian God, which I'll prove that part in a moment, that this was the purpose. And they were declarations that came from the higher offices that existed in those days. Even during the Revolutionary War, while we were fighting, House of Burgess had passed one, the temporary United States uh, House, whatever gathering they put together back then, I don't remember if there's an official name for that one or not, the one that, they, uh, that John Hancock presided over, they instituted days of prayer and fasting, petitioning uh, petitioning God for things, and then when you know, whenever we got it, we also instituted days of Thanksgiving. Lots of them happened. President Washington instituted some. President Adams instituted, instituted some. President Madison instituted some. I know we're supposed to think all oh, these guys were all deists. Do you even know what that means back then? Probably not. All right. Also, the, one of the guys who's supposed to be our not Christian guy, Jefferson, he actually was the one who was documenting those that were being announced, proclaimed, planned by the pre-establishment of the Constitution. He was the one who was recording those things for us. Who else did one? Let's see. Oh, Harrison. There's Madison. Um, then here's the one I wanted to reference. I wanted to use this one as an example because I think it makes a really good comparison to where we are today because President Tyler recommended one for a specific purpose, a time for being thankful but also petitioning heaven because there was a pestilent epidemic happening while he was president. In fact, it took his life, and it was cholera. So during the time of cholera, this is the summer of 1849, a proclamation from your president, Taylor, at that time. Here's what he says. At a season when the providence of God has manifested itself in the visitation of a fearful pestilence which is spreading itself throughout the land, it is fitting that a people whose reliance has ever been in his protection should humble themselves before his throne, and while acknowledging past transgressions, ask a continuance of the divine mercy. It is therefore earnestly recommended that the first Friday in August be observed throughout the United States as a day of fasting, humiliation, and prayer. All businesses will be suspended in the various branches of public service on that day, and it is recommended to persons of all religious denominations to abstain as far as practical, from secular occupation, and to assemble in their respective places of public worship, and to uh, acknowledge the infinite goodness which has watched over our existence as a nation, and so long crowned us with manifold blessings, and to implore the Almighty in His good time to stay the destroying hand now lifted against us. President Taylor. So, uh, there are others, of course, they've gone through history. One of the most famous happened during Lincoln's time. So it wasn't until much, much later, after we'd been around for a while, that we started to get away from this as a normal, typical, a strategic use within our country and a nation from the government saying, hey, let's do this because you know what? There is no better resource. If you believe the Bible, it makes perfect sense. Strategically, it makes sense. How about we humble ourselves? We give ourselves to prayer and worship and fasting sometimes. And then we petition heaven 
And then when God is good to us, we give him thanksgiving. Now, after it did become like an annual thing, I have here another ancient document to read from you because for you because some of the, the language that was going around back then, how they understood, what did it mean when we were having these days of thanksgiving? So this is from 1801 from Henry Rowland, who says this, We are assembled, my brethren, at this time to pay our devout adorations to the great author of our beings and to offer thanksgiving and praise to his holy name. This is a duty both pleasant and profitable. It is pleasant to a grateful heart because it is the expression of that which it feels and wishes to utter and profitable because it cultivates a spirit of devotion and accustoms to it those exercises which are to be its eternal employment. A grateful heart will never want motives to call it into exercise. It will see the goodness of God even in times of the deepest distress and feel its obligations to give thanks to God always for all things. So this is what he's talking about. And actually, it gets very interesting because he references, yeah, you've got blessings, but sometimes there are circumstances which maybe you would think, what do I have to be thankful for? And then what's his advice? Express thanksgiving. Here's, the, here's where he says that. And those whose hearts are thus disposed will rejoice in the Lord and in the joy of God of their salvation when the fruits of the vine and the fields and the, la uh, the labor of the olive and the herd of the stalls all fail and their worldly prospects are the most gloomy. How must grateful emotions arise and swell your bosoms when the bounties of divine providence are continually offering fresh motives to this duty. The devout exercise of praise in earthly communities will bring them to a near resemblance to the blessed society above where all hearts are filled with gratitude and all work is praise. He's comparing it to heaven now. Suitably to appreciate the goodness of God, to have the heart filled with gratitude and to express it in suitable ways will bring men to bear the greatest likeness of his moral image and therefore to enjoy the greatest happiness. It is a work begun which will be perfected in glory. You could totally hear the biblical language here, which is why I was really pressing strong, which God we're talking about because he's, he's paraphrasing and quoting scripture and he's making comparisons that are made in scripture. Now, later in this same message, Mr. Rowland applies it specifically to our nation. We should doubtless be grateful to God for both temporal and for spiritual mercies, and not forget any of his benefits. Some of those which we are bound particularly to recognize on this anniversary, let us endeavor to recount. See, they, this is when Thanksgiving's becoming a holiday now. The smiles of heaven on our American land have imposed on all our citizens the strongest obligation to this important and pleasing duty, not to mention that countless favors and the interpositions of kind providence to our fathers, the land in which we live is now a cultivated, pleasant, fruitful country and the garden of the world. And then he goes on and he lists like a lot of cool benefits about what it's like, you know, living in America. And he references things that are can be enjoyed by everybody. And he's specifically referring to the fact that, hey, it's the God who created the universe. And then he talks about the benefit of living in a place where you are free to worship according to your conscience, according to your dictates. He compares it to other places in the world where they don't have these things, where they, as he says, you, they're required to prostrate themselves before senseless idols. 
while they groan under the hard hand of religious tyranny and are worn out with abstinences and pilgrimages, says we glory in a religion that is mild and merciful as its divine author, the worship the Lord who made the heaven and earth, who requires no other sacrifices but of whole, devout, and pious hearts. Isn't that fantastic? This is your history, America. This is what Thanksgiving is about. It's not about just gathering around the table with family that you pretend to like long enough to enjoy a meal that maybe you like, and then you could just as easily cancel because somebody said, oh, there's a danger. I'm asking you, and this is a question I've been asking during this whole COVID thing, if we're all worried about surviving, what does that even mean? If all of your life's purpose is just to make sure that you keep pumping blood, that you keep bringing oxygen, that the brain keeps firing synapses, that you wait for whatever financial support the government gives you so that you can quote unquote reinvest that into the economy while you sit there and watch whatever gets channeled through the idol that you call a television, then by all means, if that's your whole purpose for living, then please, please cancel your stupid fake holiday. But if you actually understand Christian history, if you actually understand American history, if you actually understand the principles of scripture and the intention, the need, the obligation, and the pleasing experience that we have when we come together and thank the Lord for creating us in the first place, because there is way more to life than just sucking air and spending the money the government gives. All right, if you're into that, then you have no reason to cancel Thanksgiving. And I'm sure you figured it out by now, I'm not canceling Thanksgiving. I'm going to gather my family together and we're going to talk about the goodness of God. In spite of everything that has happened in 2020 that has made it the craziest year out there, you know what? God is still good and he deserves to be told and we are going to do it in my family. And yeah, we're going to enjoy some tasty delights in the process. If it's the same for you guys, please be sure to let everybody know. I thank you for watching this video. I hope that you will share it and that you will come back for more content right here at Right All Week because this is where we talk about what's right how it's right, and why it matters.